Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Let me, can I just explain something before we okay, start? Okay, we're going, we're good, we're good. Keep going, keep going. Not, not that I have a bee in my bonnet. It's kind of like if you pull into the parking lot. Say that you are going to see the Pretty Mess tour and Erica Jane is performing tonight. Now, I know most of you are probably staying home this evening because you're over, Erica, apparently. But those of us that are attending the Pretty Mess concert, imagine pulling into the parking lot. Yes. And this parking lot is so exclusive. There are five... Yes. Excuse me. There are six parking spaces in the parking lot. Okay. okay. Now, if all six parking spaces are taken, the Monday parking space is taken, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday parking space is taken, the Saturday parking space costs you a little more money because it's VIP. All six parking lot spaces are taken. So you're sitting in your car and you want to park, yes. but all six spaces are taken. Guess what? What? You, can, you can't park in that parking lot. All six spaces are taken. Parking lot full. So when David and Sarah record a show, I could have a show ready in 20. I I could hang up with Sarah Frazier right here and I could have a show out to the public within an hour. Guys, there's a three month wait list. I've said that before. So when Sarah and I record and it's one week behind, I mean, either deal with it or don't listen. Like I don't even I'm not even trying to be rude (laughs) or mean. I'm in a very calm mood this morning. There's nothing 
I can do. I am not bumping Jerry O'Connell today. I'm not, you know, Ooh, bumping. That's yeah, a, good Jerry's get. a good one. That's a really good get. Yes. I don't blame you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't push anyone for that either. No. And there's a lot more where that came from. It's just, I don't know what's going on. I, I literally, this is not a brag. It's not about me. I don't give a shit about myself. There's just, people are coming out of the woodworks here to record. So Every time you and I record, it will be out one week after. And, and you know, it's still current. David, and our fans. that is what it is. Our fans love us. Can I shout out Craig, who wrote a, a wonderful <laughs> message? Sarah's going to start with patting herself on the back this morning. They do. Go on. Craig writes, hi, hon. I love you and David Yontif. Such a fun duo. Louis, listening to the newest episode, keep saying your opinions. You two always are going to offend people these days. We live in a world where no one can have their own opinions anymore. I don't always agree with you and David's opinions, but that's fine. It's good to have different ones. Keep up the good work, hon. Sending you both love from the UK. And you know what? You sent that to me. I know this. I mean, I don't know him as a person. I just know him as a, he listens and he is very loyal to our show. So, I mean, shout out Craig. to Craig. I know his last name, but I don't know if he wants us to reveal it on air. But I mean, that was a positive. Yeah, listen, our opinions are um, you are going to disagree. I'm going to offend you guys. People are really offended. Um, by the way, people take so many things out of context. So many things. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we live in, right? I mean, it. it I now no people, longer. Yeah, go on. No, I was. I don't want to interrupt you because apparently I interrupt you all the time. So <laughs> I don't you, care. You go on. I don't care. You go no, on. I just. I just said now. I there is. I have a. a, a an approach now, which is I, I I came up with a clever saying yesterday, but of course I didn't write it down. But anyway, I am now in because people take everything out of fucking context. Nothing is ever what it appears. When you listen to an entire interview, it's completely different than the snippet that they pulled. And I just had this happen to me. Okay, little quick brag. I was on Dumois podcast. Do you? All right. Big stuff. Big time, Sarah. Okay, big time shout out. So just on her show, and I started talking about Scarlett Johansson. There was a blind item that essentially Scarlett Johansson is sucks in bed. And I go, doesn't she look like a lazy lay as a joke? And then I went on and said, look, if I were a superhero, I wouldn't put any effort in either. People on TikTok took that little snippet of she's a lazy lay. And they were trying to, they were trying to cancel me and make something of it saying, uh, women hate women. Can you believe this woman? She calls herself. First of all, I don't call myself a fucking journalist. I've never have. I've said it a million times. Can you believe journalist Sarah Frazier? Call oh, I call myself a journalist. You do? <laughs> yes, I do. And by the way, someone on TikTok said that you and me are better than any other journalist they've ever listened to. They called us journalists, but go on. Um, okay, well, I've never. No, I never went to school for that. I'm a horrible writer. I can hardly spell my own name. And so they tried, they tried coming for me. And I was like, absolutely not, you fuckers. And I went on their thing and I was like, it's me. You control me. All, you control the fuck out of me if you want. And then they were just like, you bitch, tearing people down your trash. You're no one. I've never heard of your name. Great. Terrific. But again, you took this entire thing out of context to try to make it sound like I was like actually saying she's bad in bed when it was a joke. So I'm so over it. Anyway, what, how do we get on that tangent? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, to that point, and then we'll move on to that. We'll talk about BravoCon. Same thing, Kim, D and I, I mean, everyone, I'm like, and again, you have that attitude. I have the attitude of, 
I didn't say it. We all know the popular saying, but people forget it. You can't control anyone's actions. You can only control your reactions. That is the motto for life, guys. Adopt it. Listen to it. Say it five times now. Later today, when you get pissed off at someone, just say you can't control their actions. You can only control their reactions. So everything is rolling off me. But Kim and I did a chat, and it was about reunion part one of Beverly Hills, which we can talk about garcelle versus diana and oh. kim and i said and i stand by my statement i'm what not is it back so same thing people are trying we're trying to cancel me i'm like cancel me i again i i don't please cancel me please please put me out of my misery and let me shut down this whole show please but <laughs> that's not happening um but they said they couldn't because kim and i said we see both sides of it not any of these horrible, hateful things that were said to Jax were like, we see why Garcelle is like, wait, I mean, a hundred percent. Like when I'm going through all of this, you want me, I think, I, or maybe it was you and I were talking, maybe it wasn't Kim, maybe it was me and you, but either me and Kim were trying to be canceled or me and you. I, but I think it was Kim. It was like, we said like, look, when all this was happening, we understand why Garcelle, you know, Jax is putting this out there. Garcelle is not, as she said, wait, I'm going to stop it. I'm supposed to take care of Erica and Kyle and Diana and Lisa. And, and Erica was like, don't worry about me. Of course, I'm, I agree with Garcelle. Like, you're worrying about your child. You're not worrying about like, you know, because Di Diana's name was in one of Jax's posts. Remember? Right. Yes. So Kim and I said, we absolutely agree with Garcelle. We absolutely understand that Garcelle does not give a shit about Diana or Erica or Dorie or anyone in that matter other than her son. And then we said, we also see the other side of it, which I stand by. I stand by it. First of all, everyone's like Diana threatened Garcelle, not whatever. But we were like, we understand why Diana sent that text to Garcelle, like, watch your back, bitch. Because if you put my family in danger, which Diana was saying by posting my name. No, I'm not saying I agree with that, but we're saying if you are going to do something that is going to put my family in danger, watch the fuck out. I'm coming for you. And that's all Kim and I said, you know, it was Kim and we had some sure. other things we, and we were like, I get it. I understand why <clears throat> Diana sent that text to Garcelle. I will stand by it. I see both sides of that situation. And, and then that came... was taken. Oh, would they well, say that was well, it was taken. I mean, it was also taken out of context about I mean, people try to pull the race card. I'm like, don't even fucking try it. And people also. Yes, the texts were in a pro I'm not talking about the subject matter of the text. I'm talking about that one text where she said Garcelle and basically she threatened Garcelle and like people were like they took it out of context of like this is a mother protecting her child. Always team. It's like you kind of miss the point. I, all we were saying was like, I would threaten someone too if they exposed my family to people showing up at my front door ready to bang my head into the yeah. ground. Yeah, wasn't that- That's all I said. And it was totally taken out of context and I never even said whether it was a threat. I never said to you. It's just, it was a very simple statement. So, but to your point, people take things out of control. But I don't know, go on. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, wasn't that reunion so good? Part one. I I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed it. with this season at BravoCon. You were you were literally watching the panel. Everybody on stage for that RHOBH panel is returning. So I think there's your cast uh, minus Diana. I think Diana is removing herself. That housewives. And we know it's and it's it's returning like that is oh, officially. That's the cast. Yeah. Well, I I can't say no one say it's really official. has said that per se. 
No, no, it's not official. My own read is... I'm like, did I tune out during the panel at some no. point? Like, was that announced by Brad Goreski or something? No, but I, I just personally believe everybody you saw up there is returning. Um, I agree. You know, because Andy was asked point blank, "Are you, fire Renna, we want Renna fired. And he, that was the... Andy's a genius after this weekend for so many reasons. But that was a, we are not firing Rena. He's like, let's play, let the two other episodes play out. That is your way of saying, I have a lot of other distractions to put in front of your faces. And Rena is a thousand percent going to be back. Sorry, that's, I, I would bet the farm. I agree with you. Now we do have a hiccup that I agree with just basically everything you said. Like, okay. I think Andy is, look, I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to ingratiate him to the people that are listening. I mean, this man answers shit. Like, I mean, he might as well, like I talk about, like I have, you know, this one on and she's media trained. Andy is so media. trained. Oh my God. He should run for president. He is yes. so good. Oh my God. Did he not all weekend long have an answer for it? Oh, it was so good. I mean, I'm talking Jen Shaw. I'm talking Roni reunion. Roni the reunion. Genius, the Roni reunion answer was genius. That man is so ready. He is so ready. He's so good. He's so good. I thought tonight, I, this weekend, I was like, you know what? Andy Cohen is. Andy Cohen is not appreciated for how impactful Andy Cohen is on television. I mean, unbelievable, unfucking believable. I thought he was great. Unf and you know what I also love, which I believe, like, I do believe Andy doesn't get in the weeds. I don't think he really, like, I love when someone answers something and is really kind of like, what? And then has the answer, but you kind of sense, I sense with so many of his answers, he's not wasting his time reading Twitter. And, and, and you know, like, he no. was just kind of like, oh, oh, fire Rina. Like, he, he almost didn't realize how much that is actually demanded. Like, he got it, but I sense that he didn't really understand how much everyone spends time in the phone, the Twitter, the, the TikTok, the Instagram, right? Like, I oh, mean, totally. Really, and I love that. It's just like, that's you living your life, bro. And it's not just him. There's others. You know, like you and I always say, like, what is Kathy Hilton, no doubt to her, doing answering all these fans all day? And she is great. But, you know, I got the impression when Andy gave answers, it was like, he wasn't really trying to slant it to like, oh, there's 7,000 comments on this Instagram post, and, right? Like, I don't think he really is I, in the weeds. No, and I think what's interesting is he doesn't get into, you know... It, all these shows, and it talks about, it's not just racism. It's like, it's where we are, right? Where everybody nitpicks and everything is, you know, you, you've you said this and uh, you're gaslighting me. He doesn't get into, I think he does a great job of keeping it about the business and not getting about like, did Bravo gaslight? Did Bravo shut down? I mean, Ramona or, or this or that. He doesn't even address any of that. It, the answer I thought that was so genius was, and of course, I, I don't believe it for a second, but I thought it was well answered, was when someone said, why was there not a last season Roni, um, you know, reunion? And he puts it on the audience. I mean, this is what's so good. He says, well, you guys, it was the lowest you didn't watch. It was the lowest rated Roni ever in the history of Bravo. Season, yeah. Uh, you guys didn't even want a reunion. And we had, and you know, he's got the perfect excuse, COVID. Wow, we had all these production delays, COVID, COVID, COVID. 
you know, like the universe just is like handing him this gift. And then he goes, um, and then, you know, so we kind of felt like we, you didn't want a reunion. And then, you know, if we gave you one, it was so late after we kind of knew we, that show wasn't going to continue. What was the point? It's just like, oh my God, dude, whatever the production issues were, which there were probably a lot going on in the weeds. But all those women sign NDAs. I don't care who they are. They all sign over all the rights, you know, to the production companies. And look at the money they can make if they, I mean, look at the money they were making this past weekend. So I I, am sorry I'm all over the place today. I just loved BravoCon so much. There was so much to talk about. Um, But he he was genius. He was genius. He put it back on the audience when it was convenient. And then, of course, I mean, I do think he's well aware of like how people feel about Rena, but he knows Rena's television gold. He knows. I mean, that reunion part one had 1.7 million views, 1.8 fucking I it was unheard like 1. of. Point, right, 1.4 something, but it was still very high. Very high. Some of the highest yes, TV ratings. I mean, he didn't, he also didn't say, you know, like, right, there was a racially, you know, driven in, internal he investigation. He never addresses any of that. That involved Ebony and Ramona. No, I mean, it's, he's brilliant. And right, we knew we were ending the show already. Well, I don't really think so. I don't think you really knew that at that time, that there was no reunion. And I mean, look, Ebony even said on my show, Ebony and I both looked at each each other when I had her on my show and we're like I literally was about to say it and she took the words out of my mouth she's like but there was a Shaw's of Sunset reunion six months later there was there was when Shaw's ended because all of them were all suing each other and that's like one of the most litigious casts ever they had the Shaw's of Sunset reunion for that season whatever season that was like five months later and Shaw's is as lowly rated if not worse than Roni I mean we can say whatever we want about Mike Shued. Shaw's is really off the air because the ratings. I mean, yeah, when this happened with Mike, I mean, look, we have shows return all the time without somebody. Shaw's easily could have returned with Reza, Destiny, totally. Gigi, MJ, Tommy, like without Mike, it, with three other cast members that could be really that was convenient too, but right. So, but I thought that was great. He put it on the audience and was like, you all didn't want a reunion. If we had a Roni reunion, none of you would have watched. Genius. He's just genius. It's so genius. Good. But and- the thing about, but I, but I agree, but I do agree with you. Rina and everyone will be involved, will be invited back. The only cat wrench, we have a wrench, which I don't know. We go- At some point we have to talk about um, Kathy Hilton. I mean, that's really, because Kathy gave an interview at, BravoCon, where she said, I mean, she was asked, will you return with the current cast? And she says, Sarah's making a face. She says, with the current cast? She's like, no, I would not return with the current cast. Now, that's so, such a convenient answer, because now if, like, Diana doesn't come back, and she's not, I mean, she's not coming back, Kathy could say, well, I said I wouldn't return with the current cast, but, you know, Diana's not there, so I didn't lie. Let's face it, Kathy, you meant Rena, and Bravo oh. don't like these 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 ultimatums and you know Kathy even said but it doesn't matter I'm a friend of and I don't know I I Which agree was, with you I don't think they're firing Rena I I don't think so no absolutely not and by the way from you know and you can speak to this but everyone that I've spoken to that was at BravoCon says Kathy was it was like seeing the president of the United States it was security around her she was mobbed people were yelling her name do you think Kathy Hilton why is Kathy Hilton on that show. She doesn't need the money. She doesn't need the fame. She she is on there purely because she loves the fame. 
loves the fame, loves the spotlight, wants the spotlight, wants to promote that damn tequila. I heard from multiple people everywhere they went all weekend. She was hauling around that damn tequila. I don't even know the name of it. I, I couldn't even tell you. But look, she loves the spotlight. You think she's not coming back? She gets to do whatever she wants. She gets to film when she wants. She, she is 100% coming back, even with Rena there. Diana's gone. I don't know if we want to jump back to the first part of the RHOBH reunion. I mean, you lead the way, but it was. Let's okay. Let's do that. But before we get there to answer your question, because I can confirm. Yes. Kathy was that at Bravo. It was, I mean, look, Andy walking through. So look, there was a, I went to BravoCon in 2019. Also, there were differences with this one besides the fact that it was in one place, the marketplace for the other one was really small. Nobody had a booth. Like, you know, Luann did and like Jill Zarin had her rugs, but it wasn't like the Wild West in terms of like, I don't know, at least at the last one you had to pay. You had to pay for space. I don't know if everyone there had to pay for space on this one, but I mean, this was like Brooks Marks tracksuit sold out within seconds. The second day, Brooks Marks tracksuit sold out. Then you have Carolyn Stanberry and Sergio. Carolyn says, well, I must be a horrible person. That's her thing. She had sweatshirt that said, I'm a horrible person. Then you had Gertie Design. Sutton, Sutton had the big Sutton sign. I mean, I was looking at fucking like Sutton. Uh, you realize the reason of the marketplace is to make money. Girl, I think you spent money on this this pop-up. I mean, it was Sutton Strux. You had like the Sutton store there, but it was like the neon sign and the paper. And I'm like, you know, most people are like, Carolyn Stanberry, $2. You want to shut like Sutton's like, I'm, I'm like Sutton girl. The point is you're supposed to make money. This is like an actual business. La Dame, Miss the Grand Dame had her Grand Dame perfume being the sold. Da, the Grand Dame. So it was different in the sense that, like, you were really, I mean, you're also paid at least the last time 5000 a day. I don't know how much this time. But so you were there. So, like, like a Carolyn Stanberry would be at her booth. Now, when it was time for the Dubai panel and all the panels, the person would leave the booth and go to do their panel. But you were really selling. Now, not everybody, but the amount of people that had booths. Gigi, Miss Golnessa was there selling dildos. <laughs> So it's like, you know, I understand why you go if you're a Bravo celebrity. A, you're being paid money, and B, you're like making money. I mean, the Brooks Mark shit sold out all the days. She by Sheree. Yes, yes. I mean, I, look, yes. I've said it numerous times. Yes, yes, yes. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney podcast. Enjoy. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine, or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, 
or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Uh, there's two things that I walked away from this weekend realizing. One is just the genius that Andy Cohen is. I don't think people appreciate how amazing this man is, like the television. And two, I was look, I was watching. I had the most FOMO I've ever had because I wasn't there. And I was kicking myself for not spending the $2,500 on VIP and fucking going. I should have been there. Anyway, but the other thing is I've said it before. This show, more than any other show, has created institutional wealth for women of every single background. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I mean, gay men, younger women, daughters. To me, I don't think people get how this has, this franchise has changed people's lives, their grandchildren's lives. I mean, Candy Burris, Kenya, all these women, she by Sheree, she by Sheree would never have gone anywhere. And now it has legs for the next five years she's going to sell basically Sheen drag suits with her logo. Chloe Grace Moretz was just on with Kyle. She's a huge Housewives fan. Chloe Grace Moretz was on Watch What Happens. And she said, her goal in life is to basically buy every product. I'm paraphrasing. But she's like, I would like to buy every product that is on the She Buy Sheree website. Uh, There was an obsession like I've never had before. I I want a a sweatshirt that says She Buy Sheree. Sign me up. Sign me up. I just looked at that and I'm like, and the other thing I think is so important is Almost 90% of every single woman on that stage was over the age of 40. And what an ultimate fuck you to Hollywood, where for years it has been, I don't even care. I mean, you know, Lucy Arnett, I mean, basically her career was over at 38, 39, 40 years old. I mean, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood 50 years ago. To see almost every woman on that stage over the age of 40 and people losing their minds for these women, losing their minds for 60-year-old Kathy Hilton, to me is like, we've changed the game. I mean, we've changed the television game. We've changed the game. And I really would like to know how has, I mean, look, there are courses at colleges about housewives. Like, I would love to know. Look, I mean, Hollywood has changed also. Like you look at Julia Roberts and Nicole Kidman. And, but I would like to know, of course, these things existed before Housewives. But I'd like to know how really Housewives affected Hollywood. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It all kind of was happening at the same time in fluidness. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, maybe Hollywood was a little before that. I mean, it was. Like, I understand how it all works. But I still think it it has it has to have had some effects. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. You- Look, I can tell you as someone who's moved to Los Angeles just nine months ago, the biggest misconception, one of the biggest misconceptions I can tell you is there are people of all ages working in every facet of Hollywood here, which when you're on the East Coast, I think the perception is, well, if you don't move there when you're 24, what do you have? To me, I, I'm so glad I moved to this city in my late 30s. I'd be dead if I moved here at 23. I'd be dead of like a cocaine overdose. This city, so many people, I'm telling you, I just, I do stand up now. 
half of the stand-up comedians are women over the age of 40 who are on stage getting booked have agents i just i think that that show is so influential in so many ways and i mean just even in paving the way for gay men and you know i i think it's so huge i mean rupaul's drag race is really the one to credit for you know so many things but he's another one baby yeah He's another one. But um, I, I just think it's it's it was such a powerful weekend to watch all these women on stage of all ages, mostly like older, killing it. I loved it. Kathy was. I stand by with whatever you said before, because, I mean, I saw it. She was, yeah, she was like the president. Um, her line was longer than, like, any other line. It was mass pandemonium, and I feel that she was like at one point, I mean, this is, I'm not knocking her own point. Like I looked over to like Larsa's line, like to meet Larsa. And there was like 17 people in it. Now let me drop a footnote. You know, you have to also, that's an unfair statement because there's counter programming. So it's like the meet, like here's yes. Larsa at her booth. That might be the, I have to, I have to pull up this crazy three-day schedule. That could have been the same time that Ask Andy was happening. You know what I mean? Like, or the Beverly Hills panel. So like, let's just, you know, but I can tell you that people, we did not give a fuck. They would have, they were in Kathy Hilton's line. She was to me the most visibly most popular other than when Andy walked through people went crazy of course but Kathy to me was like the president of BravoCon love her or hate her that was what it was now before we get to reunion you know we also need to talk about I mean boo Lisa was booed so hard on that stage she was booed so hard I mean I love it I so you know hard. I don't, I don't I think mean, I don't think Renna cares. I saw her talk to Access Hollywood. I'm sure you saw that clip after too. And she was just like, look, I've been in this business 36 years. I've never been booed. It was the first time. You know, Renna, Renna's going to, imp- Renna is right up there with what Andy Cohen. What else did she say? She just basically said, it's fine. Like, I'd never been booed before. There's a first time for everything. I consider it a mile marker in my career. I loved it. And, you know, like, you keep it moving, baby. I mean, Good for her. You know, I don't think I don't think any of that stuff bothers her. And I mean, you're telling me she didn't anticipate being booed. I'm sure she did. And by the way, I mean, do you think that they've known that she was coming forever? They probably just wanted to keep ticket sales high. They wanted to keep drama low leading up to BravoCon. So they just didn't announce that she was going to be there. But I mean, I saw the pictures in Daily Mail of her on Thursday leaving the LAX airport. You know, I mean, she was booked for BravoCon months ago they just pretend like she wasn't I mean it's just to me I hope the audience is on to the genius choreography of this whole thing she was going to BravoCon forever I think she knew that she was going to be booed I saw her give the finger to the audience and then post that I don't think and they don't they yeah they don't they I still don't they don't care they don't care they don't care you heard Andy's answer if Andy if they look at the footage they look at the ratings they look at the mix of people and they're like she's coming back that is the box we're checking we're not getting rid of Lisa Renna now they might get rid of her but I I agree and I I don't think I was it's not doesn't shock me that she was booed again but I mean it's not do I think they might discuss that for a minute sure but it's going to be a business decision a hundred percent totally totally a hundred percent and i mean diana's not there so that's that tells you like 
if Rinna was a done deal, nail in the coffin, she wouldn't be there. She's Lisa Rinna. I mean, I'm, I don't care if you hate her. I, I don't think she's getting fired. Well, I, I just don't. I can... just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I just don't. I, I think, let me put it this way. As the days go on, the hours go on, the reunion goes on, the weeks go on. I'm more certain, like my 52% of her staying is now like probably 85%. You know what I mean? It's going way up. Right? Oh, way up. Way, way, way up. I think she handled that with such class this past weekend. Um, You know, I mean, giving the audience the finger, not so classy. But, you know, I think every show has a villain. Everybody loves a villain. Rena is happy to be the villain for a while. And like Erica said this season, you know, it all comes around. You know, next season, I think we're going to see an Erica Jane somewhat vindicated, dating, um, rebuilding her life, maybe going back on the road, you know, and maybe some other drama is coming for a Kyle, for a Dorit, for, you know, Garcelle, for Sutton, for, I mean, I, I will say this. I wouldn't be shocked if Crystal were gone. I wouldn't be uh, shocked. I talked about this with Kim. And by the way, uh, let's just take a minute out. Like we talked about last time, Erica wasn't booed. Erica Jane was not loudly booed like Kyle was. Thank so, you. So, yeah. That's my point. I mean, when I say, like, I right, well, you and I discussed this. Like, I love Rina is more hated this season than Erica was last season. That is, that is just, Erica was the most hated person, I think, in the history of Bravo. The, 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 the intense negative, and it's still there, Sarah girl. Don't, don't kid yourself, but. I think we're already at an Erica Jane redemption tour for a lot of people. It's not, it's, it's, she's, and listen, I think the way she handles herself on that panel too was she spoke when spoken to. And even when she was giving her answers, I didn't hear a lot of booze. Like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I have, you know, look, I've said it before a million times. I'm, I'm sounding like a broken record on this podcast. But Erica, I don't believe knew I, the scene, the famous scene that David Yontif describes is I truly believe how Erica found out that Tom was embezzling. You do not question a Tom, Tom Girardi. If anyone listening, which many of you have, have been around wealthy, wealthy, influential people, you don't question the facade. You, there's... I, and I'm, it's totally wrong. We should never worship money, but that's what the society that we're in. It's a capitalist society. <laughs> I worship money. I'm raising my, I, wait, I, I stop, cease and desist. So I, where's, where's Diana? See, where's Kathy? Stop. I, I, I have nothing. I worship money. I do. Well, I don't I like because it. I, I really like it. I find that a lot of people I know that are very rich are usually they're alcoholics. They have hor- they have True. horrible relationships with their children. There's so True. many things. They're they're fucking hated. Um, there's a few people I know that I would say are moderately rich, worth five to ten million, and they seem to be the happiest. They live good lives. They're not. You wouldn't know that they were worth eight million dollars, um, but they they seem to be the happiest. But the ultra wealthy people that I have known are usually a wreck like behind the scenes i like this that middle group five to ten okay they're happy um and million by the way it's like if i were worth 10 that would be per i would be so th- 10 million you know you can still fly pri- like fly semi-private you're living so large you but can tell people to fuck off you can tell people to fuck off you you 10 million's a lot but it's not you know it's, it's not enough to not work i'm sorry everyone could come for me for that it's not it's not it's not it's not. You gotta 
well, Sarah's looking at me like, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. It's let me, okay. Let me, it's enough to live a certain lifestyle. Okay. I'd say sure. 20 Absolutely. million is the goal because 20 million is you're pretty fuck you money. Like you're pretty, you're pretty good. And you don't have to work. Sarah's looking at me like, no, I mean, yes, yes, yes. And yes, let's just leave it at that. Okay. People. We'll leave it at that. Um, but Kathy was uh, your point about crystal. See, I do come back to all your points. I don't cut you off. I said to Kim D on our Patreon two weeks ago or whatever. I believe if anything, the reunion yeah, maybe Crystal will be fired. Andy seemed really fucking pissed off at Crystal on that reunion. Look, really pissed. I'll, that it did not look good. I, I will say, and I I like Crystal. I've been indifferent about Crystal. I, I, but basically, when we found out that there was really a nothing burger with that whole Sutton allegedly saying something, it really was the pool analogy of you know every color kid should be in the pool at all times. Basically, I'm summarizing. I thought that's. That's pretty shitty because you were betting, you were hedging your bets about a race. You were trying to paint her as a racist until basically everybody came to her defense and call, and realized you were full of shit. And now you're backtracking trying to say, well, my feelings. You don't get to make up your own feel. You know, th- that was a complete lie. And now she's trying to say, oh, my, I felt, you know, that my feelings were true. Okay, but you don't get to pick the truth, you know. I, I thought that was very... Uh, I didn't like that. And I think if I were the producer, I would be very, very nervous because it's like, well, what's to say she can't make up some other accusation? You know what? That, you know. I I agree. Calling somebody out to their face. And and I have a whole theory on Diana and Garcelle, too. But, you know. Ren, calling Rena out, calling Erica out to her face, I think you're a thief, you know, basically is what Garcelle and them have been are insinuating you're an alcoholic. Very different than saying, well, I have a feeling, you know, I had a feeling and, and you said something, which you said something that really, it was really bad if I reveal it. And of course, there's nothing there. That, I think, is somebody that I personally, if I were the producer, I would remove because I just, I don't think you can't, it's, how it's can you trust her? Burger. It's, it's, a, a yeah, it's a nothing burger. And I think, right, like if you lie, but have a storyline and other things like, okay, like, you know, I'm Denise Richards and I didn't blow Brandy. Well, you probably did blow Brandy, but that's okay because that's like you're Denise and you have things going on. And like, you didn't recreate this. This was created by Miss Glanville sitting down on the floor with Teddy Mellencamp and Kyle, which is a scene that everyone thinks was inserted. And because there's the timing and all that, but let's not fast back for two seasons, but right now you can deny that. And that could become a whole storyline, you know, Munchausen's with you a lot, but like Denise didn't say, fuck my life. I have to keep this job and I better come up with something. That's the difference. Like, it looks like Crystal was like really, truly like I have no storyline and I better make one up. And that pisses off Andrew and all of the other producers. It's like now you're basically pointing out, we're shining a light on the fact that there's literally nothing here. Like we've exhausted your story. There's nothing there. And I'm shocked at Sutton and Garcelle standing by Crystal as much as they have, like with this reunion and everything. And, you know, I think it's a it's a crazy great game of thrones, but I think they kind of want the allyship, you know. But I thought 
to me, that's so hypocritical of Sutton, who who is another kind of Rinna calling people out and then sitting there and saying, well, I, I forgive Crystal or whatever. It's like, really? Really? She, the, what she was insinuating could harm you, your business, your kids. Really? There's literally nothing there. I thought that was a shocking moment of part one. I'm just like, really? I mean, good for Kyle and them for calling her out. That completely full of shit. And I don't like it because it makes us millennials look like, you know, I mean, not good. That was a really bad moment, I I feel, for Crystal. I was really disappointed in Crystal because that was a moment where she could have said, you know what? It was the pool analogy. And in hindsight, I was too sensitive. And that really, Sutton, you weren't being racist. That really wasn't anything and you guys are right that would have shut it up instead she tries to fucking go on this rant this tangent about her feelings no one cares about your feelings it wasn't true there are no feelings to have and you have to give credit to class you're talking about class move a class move to air to, to Sutton because they are friends I mean Sutton could have been like listen but Sutton is sitting there like this is horrible that you try to imply this about me. You are my friend, so I'm not going to chime in because it, you're you're losing this one all on your. I mean, but you know, let's think if it was Rinna or Kyle, they would have doubled down. Even Garcelle probably would have. So I think Sutton, very classy, was like, "I am friends in my life with Crystal, and I don't need to." Like it was almost like Sutton was like, "I'm just going to take the high road." I thought she handled it very. Yeah, well. but I mean, you're friends. You should be able to go. Hey, you know what? Uh, that was really shitty that you did that. But we all make mistakes. I'm moving forward. Sutton sat there like Sutton would have never been that quiet if it was anybody else. To me, it's like, does Crystal have something on you? Why are you this quiet? Like, I mean, she should have taken that. That was such a weird moment, and. I don't know. I I think Crystal ultimately will be back, but personally, that would if I were a producer, that would give me some serious pause because there is nothing there then in her life that was all made up. I I think so too. I think you know, but I I think it'll be interesting to see about Kathy. Um, anything else from the reunion so far? Well, Not I, really. Well, Gar. I mean, look, my theory on Garcelle and Diana is. I'm starting to think Diana is behind the bots because see, well, I thought it was very interesting. You could. I mean, I'm interested. Tell me about it. I thought it was very telling that Garcelle has hired her own team to investigate. The way it's looked online up until part one of the reunion was that they were somewhat friendly. I thought it was very evident from that reunion. And according to sources at BravoCon, Garcelle refused to speak about Diana. I thought it was very clear. They're not friends. They're not friends. I don't think Garcelle believes there's an investigation from Diana. Um, And I think, I think, and if you did do it, and Garcelle has such, I mean, Diana has such fuck you money. I mean, doesn't it make sense? Oh, I'm hiring my own investigative team. What, What a great way to make it look like you didn't do it. I, and to me, I don't know, the whole Diana not understanding, you know, I don't know. I just don't believe Diana doesn't understand what's going on. Could you pencil, pencil my name? It's like, I don't know. You know, she's so all over the place and kind of uses this translation excuse, I think, for things. But I'm sure people have a problem with that. But anyway, I I don't know. I, I'm beginning to think Diana is behind the bots. And that's why we are going to see her go away quietly. And to me, I thought Garcelle had a lot of restraint. There were some things I think Garcelle wanted to say. And Garcelle was weighing in her mind, do I blow up <laughs> this Bravo production 
Or do I take a note what all these other women, Candy Burris, uh, Giselle, what all these other women are doing, which is, you know, using it like they're using you. I, I thought that was a very telling scene. And I tend to believe maybe Diana is allegedly behind it. But I don't want to say that because Diana does sue everybody. So I could be dead wrong. And this is alleged. And maybe Diana had nothing to do with the bots. And supposedly we're going to get an answer very soon on who the really? bots are. That's what I've heard. I, I heard that. I heard Garcelle say her Who'd you team, hear that from? I, it was on a Bravo site this weekend from oh. BravoCon. I heard somebody asked oh. Garcelle, and Garcelle allegedly said that she will know who the bots are this week. Oh. So we would know who the bots are. So. And by the way, and that's the thing. That's what. That's where it got lost in translation. Like, Kim and I were never saying that we're on Diana's side. We're just saying we understood not anything to do with Jax or the subject matter or the content. We just understood the text to Garcelle of like, if, you know, I'm not saying the name was wrong. I think that there's nothing wrong with putting out someone's name, but I understand Diana's reasoning. Like by you putting my name out there, no one mentioned my name and now my name is associated. And now if there are death threats, if someone shows up my, at my house and breaks in and has me by the neck or whatever happens to Asher or my children, if you have caused this by your son putting this, my name out there, I am coming for you. And I, I understand me as a person who has a right to have an opinion. I understood that. It doesn't diminish anything with Garcelle. I'm not even on Diana's side. I'm not even saying Diana isn't behind the bots. I just understood that particular text. Because if you did something, anyone listening to this, anyone that implicated my family, I wouldn't care if then there was harm because of your Instagram post or your son. I get someone that. In my family was hurt. I, I would I probably go, I would probably go to jail. I would probably go to jail. I probably would. I'm not going to reveal what would happen to you, but I would probably be in jail. So I understood just that of like, if someone in my family is something really bad happens, that's all Kim and I were saying. We weren't saying we were team Diana. I thought personally, when Diana came on the screen, it's the thing is, oh, it's so cringy, right? It's so. She looks, well, first of all, she looks stunning. I loved the green with the blonde. Did? I, I thought, thought she that looked great. The, I thought her makeup was horrible. The rosy cheeks. I hated it. Oh, really? It. Oh, I thought she looked good. But I just thought it was cringy in the sense that it's like, she's coming on. Nobody is welcoming her. It's like, she's so unself-aware because she's like, whoops, and I didn't do that. Like, she didn't understand that, like, these people are not happy with you. None of them. Andy production, like nobody, right? So I just, I don't know. Did you get, I get that cringe factor. I got that cringe factor of like, these people just like, they like Kyle Richards knows better than you, whether you're going to be back <laughs> because she's an OG, like Sarah and David know, like, you know what I mean? It was almost like, she doesn't understand to me from that scene, how it really was like, this party is over Diana. Like, I don't know if she knows that really, I mean, you're not at, she was never, why was she never at watch what happens? People keep DMing me and saying, oh, that's a good question. I mean, I, we, we never bring it. I, I find it strange. Even before the bots, like Rinna was there a billion times. They cut back on her for a minute too. Kyle was there a lot. Garcelle was there. Dorit was there. Where was, I, no one has never not gone to watch. She just didn't go once, not once in the whole scene season. 
Yeah, that's a really interesting observation. Yeah, that's an interesting. Right. And, and wow, wow for you thinking she did the bots. I really didn't think she did. I mean, I would love to know. I really would love to know. I I mean, look, 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 here's the bottom line. There's nobody on this cast. Nobody. I can guarantee 100% that did the bots other than Diana. It's either nobody on the cast or Diana. That's it. There's no Erica Jane doing this. No one else is doing this. You know, I, I did not think Diana was behind the bots until I watched this reunion. And then I was like, I, I don't know something about her. I was like, you know, and uh, love all the points you made. Excellent points. Um, I would just say, I think for Garcelle, to me, there's such a power dynamic between, I mean, Diana's so rich. You really think Diana was worried about her security? I mean, but I get your point, you know, it would have been fine. I think it would have been good if they were in a good place for Jax to take down the post and then put it back up without her name. I get that point. But at the same time, I think, you know, Garcelle has like a fraction of the money and, you know, she doesn't have the protection for her family. So to me, it was kind of like slamming down on Garcelle a little bit. So And look, the things that were said were just I mean, you know, it's that one text in particular. Yeah, it was so awful. Yeah. 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 I mean of course. Like I don't know. I do agree with Garcelle. I mean, I think, you know, nobody was getting that kind of awful things to their children. And I mean, you're telling me Diana I know to me I think Diana could have taken the high road if she wasn't involved and I don't know that she is. So I don't know, but I I just, if I were Diana, I think I would have taken the high road and just, you know, I had to hire extra security or whatever. And what happens? I wonder, I, I, I wonder, I mean, now we talk, what if, look, you're fired. I think she's fired regardless. What happens if this is proven to be her? And again, Kim and I always say, don't go in the woods in the middle of nowhere in the smallest town possible and kill someone because you will be caught. What happens if this was her? I mean, what is, I mean, is there legal? Is there legal? I don't know. I'm not so sure. I I, I really don't know. Oh, David, aren't you a lawyer? You're so stupid. You're not really a lawyer. Let's hear all the comments. This is a real human being. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's any legal, true, I don't know. But it's, look, it's not going to be good for her, right? Yeah. They're done with her anyway. Um... As we wrap up, we gotta wrap up, Sarah. Um, we have a lot more to talk about. I mean, BravoCon is just there's. I mean, there's Let's do so a whole much, episode on BravoCon next time. Yes. We'll have to talk about. We have to talk about Teresia and Jennifer Aiden and the drink being thrown. We're gonna have to talk all of that about on that the next episode. But all right, there we are. Um, love us, hate us. We're just glad that you listened to another episode. You can listen to me on Behind the Velvet Rope. And Sarah, where can we find you? At the Sarah Frazier Show, everywhere podcasts are played and on TikTok and Instagram at the Sarah Frazier Show. I love it. I will see you very soon. Bye, gorgeous. Bye. Bye.